What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. Wow, right off the bat. (laughs) I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Today joining us, the co-hosts of the very funny Rom Comedians podcast, we have Abby Finch and Jenny Jennings. They are wonderful, hilarious. They have never seen Playing for Keeps, a romantic comedy. We wanted to do a romantic comedy-themed episode because their podcast is all about that, and it was very tough for them to find one they both hadn't seen. So they've never seen Playing for Keeps. You're probably right now like I am, trying to remember who is in it. I even recorded the podcast already. Gerard Butler, Jessica Biel, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Anyways, it's Romantic Comedy Day here with the Rom Comedians hosts, Abby Finch and Jenny Jennings. Wonderful time, hilarious script, talk all about rom-com tropes, have fun, some dad game. Oh, we have a, it's int- we recorded it in person, which was actually really wonderful. It had been a long time since I've done an episode in person, like a year and a half probably. So we recorded, you know, set up properly and everything in in person and 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 about 25 minutes into the recording my dog unplugged the soundboard so we started over so i think we'll start off by talking about how the dog unplugged the soundboard but wow just ripped it out of the wall just ripped the power cord out of the wall and then looked at us like i thought we were hanging out with the dog and you know (laughs) it is what it is so lost a little talk up top but that's okay uh like i said they have uh um never seen playing for keeps, but they rewrote it and we read their script. Please enjoy the episode. I think it's going to be, you're really going to. And then we also stopped the recording briefly and then started up to play some Kyle dad game at the end. So we still got full episode in here for you with some interesting edits. Uh, But thank you very much for listening. 
Please, 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 if you're in Chicago, get tickets to our live show. There's a dog just going crazy. You probably can't hear it. Anyways, please get tickets to our live show. It is the, um, the freaking dog is still going crazy. Two weeks. We're looking at this dog. Okay. Chicago, September 30th. We have a live podcast. Please come to that. I, I That would be really great. I would love to see everyone. It's going to be a good time. And then I'm also doing stand-up in Chicago on October 1st. Kansas City, I'm doing stand-up Thursday, September 23rd. And then I also have a lot of live shows coming up in the Southeast, whether it's like Wilmington, Asheville, Richmond, Atlanta, Charleston, Raleigh. Uh, that'll be at the end of end of October. And we have a live podcast in Asheville as well. But please, Chicago, if you have friends in Chicago, if you know anyone in Chicago, please tell them to come out to our live podcast. Please get tickets. Send me that proof that you're getting tickets. All that. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got a lot of special guests and great Chicago comedians going to be out there for that one. And that, like I said, is September 30th. And you can get tickets at kyleayers.com slash shows. And you can also get tickets to both that and the stand-up dates, everything, all that, all going on on there. Find me on Instagram at kyleayers. Thank you for listening. This is Abby Finch and Jenny Jennings have never seen playing for keeps, but they rewrote it. Please enjoy the episode that my dog destroyed the first half of, but then we came back. Thanks, Mojo. Jesus oh, Christ. Podcasting. I would love. Look, at he like knows he did it. it. That's the craziest thing. The second we quit talking about him being funny, he came over and unplugged the soundboard. <laughs> the, second, the second that we, you stopped paying attention to him, he was like, because he, he knew you were watching him earlier. Yeah. Buddy, well, the, hey, this has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle. <laughs> We're running it back. He heard um, us talking about bugles and he came. We, that was so funny. I want that in the podcast. The, pot, the bugles. Damn it. We can we, say it over I can't again. believe I had fun with friends and it wasn't recorded. Yeah. I'm like actually pissed off about it. We were having a lot of fun. Uh, everybody, this is never seen it. So we are re-recording because my dog unplugged my soundboard. <laughs> he actually did. He literally unplugged the soundboard 20 minutes or so into the recording. So here's what you miss. Let's cliff note them. Okay. Uh, bugles used to fit on your fingers. They don't anymore. We're getting older. Mm-hmm. Your mom picked also, you up once and sat you down for the do last the, time. Do the sound to the, the bugles. This is growing up. Oh yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you see, there's like, there was a distinct time in my life where bugles didn't fit anymore on your fingers. And you're just like, this is growing up. <laughs> um, oh yeah. But I'm so tiny. It fits on my head. Jenny's tiny. They fit on her head. I taught um, my niece how to put them on her fingers. So we're passing it on to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Abby's doing big things for her niece. Oh, we um, talked about the S, the S. Yeah. There's all these things growing up that you think are, Relative only to where you're from, right? And what like do you the, call like that? The little S. S. I don't know what that S is even what called. Do you call the three it? lines. Three line. Yeah, you explained it. The three line S. Yes, yeah, the three line lines, S. Actually, three on the top. Well, Abby, I was never good at math. You know this, so I don't <laughs> yeah. remember. Um, yeah, Jenny didn't finish high school. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and then briefly, briefly, we just had uh, uh, um, Colin Hanks was here, but he had to go. So yes. it was nice talking to him for a minute. That about was everything. that was nice. I can't. I didn't know how he knew all of those. Marvel spoilers for the movies coming up, but he told yeah. us, but unfortunately wow. we lost those. Can't believe it. <laughs> we talked, we talked about how we miss Tom Hanks. He didn't and die. Not everyone like is going to Google. Yeah. <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> oh yeah. We talked a little bit about romantic comedy. Right. I think we treaded in territory. People can just listen to your podcast for, so that's okay. <laughs> right, 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 it's right. It's okay right. to have to, we don't, they can just go listen specifically about the, he's all that. Yeah. We have a romantic comedy podcast. Yeah. 
We don't. We don't you have like, to say it again because we, remember it was on the thing. When oh we right, right, about right. The soundboard. <laughs> well, here's the th- here's the thing. Sometimes when people hear romantic comedy, they just and that we have a podcast, they automatically I think think I bet their podcast is cheesy. It is fo- so far from cheesy. Unless we we talk get about cheese. We, we do talk queso. a lot yeah, about it's queso. Like lowercase. It's noun cheese, not adjective <laughs> yeah, cheese. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we do we get very personal on there. We talk about dating, relationships, sex, all the things. Uh, yeah. Lots of cheese. Yeah. We like recap the movie, but it's only like a fourth of the podcast. And we just sort of talk about how it's not even a recap, but we talk about how it relates to our own lives and like what we kind of like love to hate about the romantic comedies and uh, what I said to Kyle earlier was that it's interesting, like in the, in the 90s and early 2000s, like romantic comedies were kind of thriving and then they stopped kind of after 2008, like after the like housing market crashed and like. Oh, economy. wow. Yeah. And I wonder if people were just like, <laughs> I can't. I think that's, I honestly think that's why. Wow. And it, there's like a there's statistics showing them like relating and and now, totally. now I feel like they're making a comeback. Right, because of the pandemic. Yeah. It's like now I think they're even more popular now. Mojo, than- stop eyeballing the power. <laughs> Kyle's so nervous. He just walked over to the power strip and just unplugged it with his mouth. Like the, the, the outlet for the soundboard. It's crazy that he like And then knew. just went and looked there's at like, his bed. Like I told seven, you he wanted to be a producer. There's like 17 <laughs> cords he could have yanked on, but it he really yanked is. on that one. He the power cord. Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> oh my God, you so stopped talking I and I thought, it, I thought it happened. Oh, you yeah. thought it unplugged again? Yeah, <laughs> I can see him from here. I can Hi, see buddy. him. He's being really good aside from when he ruins yeah, everything. He's being That's funny. Aside, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald was super nice aside from the thing. <laughs> yeah. <but> it's, <laughs> it's really We not. won't cancel you today, Mojo. quiet. It was a library. He was being very quiet. Yeah, he wasn't barking. He did just ruin the whole podcast. <laughs> okay, bye, buddy. We totally can't be funny again. I, I do mean, think it's that- It's only um, a 20-minute mark. Yeah, that's all right. We, but like we're saying, like romantic comedies sort of got- specifically marketed, even though they're all like wildly successful, they're sort, they're these movies that cost not that much that generally would make a lot. And, Mm -hmm. but not to the, now it's like you're either cost a million dollars or you cost $500 million. It's like, you're either like Sundance or Marvel. Right. Mm -hmm. But these sort of existed in like this, oh, it costs like 80, 100 million. You know, mm-hmm. we got a lot of famous people in it. Um, and then, you know, hopefully it makes 200 or 250 and people get excited about that. I don't know where those, I guess they went to Netflix. Totally. Yeah, streaming happened. <clears throat> also, you brought up how like they used to be, you know, uh, they were like a cert- made a certain way and then the indie rom-com was introduced. Yeah, yeah. For a long time, I would always associate with romantic comedies as... Uh, Guy, girl, New York, mm-hmm. Kate Hudson, Brooklyn walks like this sort of Brooklyn walks. Can't believe we lost all that. Oh, um, I that's okay. about the walks. Um, it, we, it was a long walk to get there and <laughs> no one will get that either. That's okay. <laughs> but it was, everything was sort of like uh really, really good looking people yeah. with uh sort of like upper middle class lives stringing yeah, in and out of each other. And has a really good job at a magazine. It's right. like, how it's always some, it's always like the coolest corporate job. Yeah. And then, um, he actually isn't that nerdy or something, but he loves fantasy football or like, yeah, something right, like right, that. Right. And then they sort of shifted into like, there was not a middle ground. Then they shifted to like and very sh- sad <laughs> indie movies right. yeah. where there isn't always a good ending <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's, 
they're like, yeah, but it's realistic. That yeah, was the like thing. 500 like days of summer was the switch. That, that is really... one that I think had a very brief window where everyone, it held up. And then mm-hmm. everyone's like, is he creepy? Uh-huh. Like, isn't that a little bit like you start to become more aware of like the behavior and you're like, it, yeah. it's charming when it's from his point of view. But if you just describe people, people's behavior in these a lot of the the other ones like this feels a little bit weird Mm -hmm. yeah we just did that movie too yeah and usually the woman is like very type a Mm -hmm. she's never you know you're just so high strung you're never gonna find a man yeah (laughs) it's like yeah i don't know i just like have a job or she's like like an alcoholic and like they're like you need to get your she needs to get her life together yeah Mm -hmm. totally but yeah they they did start do like an indie thing Mm -hmm. and i think it's because people were tired of like the the stereotypical ending with all the tropes that you see in them. And so then they went this other direction and I think people are ready. It's just like, honestly, people watch rom-coms to like feel good and have an, like there's some escapism from your own Mm -hmm. life or your romantic life. And so, um, it's just like, I have no issue with it being the same ending that you always see. It's like, that's what I want. I don't want to feel upset. Sure. Like watch this, movie where like they break up and that's like my, and you know, where they're single again, that's my own life. That is my reality. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that there's definitely space for both. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to, but it does sort of feel like the tone of what romantic comedies are going on. There seems to be five or six of the same type of one every year. And then that sort of shifts over Mm -hmm. time. But now I don't like navigating Netflix originals. Yeah. Because they feel like made for TV things. They are, they do. Especially um, the romantic comedies. Yeah. Well, not, and which yeah. is wild that because cra- Crazy Rich Asians was supposed to go to Netflix and they like put their foot down about it and they were like, no, we want this to go into the theaters. But it and was then it made for, a billion but it's dollars. One of the be- <laughs> and it's one of the best yeah. in the past. I mean, it's such a great movie, which is interesting that they put their foot down about that because they knew it was yeah. going to be bigger than a. You I know. do wonder if I'm viewing the Netflix movies through the lens of them being on there and I'm giving them a harder Col- time. And it, cause it's just so easy. Cause yeah. you're just like, Ugh. I'm less invested. Yeah. I what? Not- no, I think you, I think you're that you, you are right about that though. Like there is some sort of, there's still like, there's an element of like even cheesy, cheesierness to it. Sure. Like, uh, not lifetime, but made for TV uh-huh. sort of thing. I know exactly. But then the people in them are very famous. So yeah. it feels weird to, uh, not a romantic comedy, not romantic, not a comedy. I watched Worth, which is uh, Michael Keaton and where he plays a guy who has to like evaluate payouts after 9-11. Oh, interesting. And I thought it was Oh, wait, I think I know idea. what you're talking and about. It was like, this is cool. And then I watched it. And it's like, he's, you know, one of the best actors that there is. Yeah. It, it still had some like Netflixy sort of like mm-hmm. weird. It felt like a Wikipedia page happening at you. Mm-hmm. And a little way to say, and I was like, I just kind of wish this was a documentary because it's yeah. such, it's a real thing. It's very interesting. And then every like dramatic plot point that felt like they had to add it in to give an arc. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I kind of wish you just explained what happened. Cause this is crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they, cause all the Netflix shows are amazing. Yeah. I do like so a lot of So it's almost like they, you know, it's, I, yeah, that's interesting. I always wonder if maybe a movie got rushed and then they just put yeah. it there because Netflix is just going for volume right yeah, now. They're they're just just like yeah, they're just trying to, yeah. Every day it's a little bit less things that existed before Netflix on there and just more things that are only on there. Like every day they take off some movies 
that were just regular movies. Yeah. And they, which know, they I don't said, appreciate. I don't either. Cause we all fine. I remember when house of cards came out and we we're like Netflix making their own show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're so right. Wasn't that like the first one? Like, and everyone's like, Oh my God, it's good. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone got, I, I, I thought it was, everyone was just so excited that they made a show. Like, I can't believe it. You think they'll keep making shows? Yeah. Well, yeah people know. were getting Netflix specifically for, yeah. p- specifically for, remember I didn't go to high school. Um, um, <laughs> I did now go to you, high school. Just to be clear. To high school. <laughs> yeah. I, I stopped at elementary school. You know, Kevin school. Spacey, he actually is who came up with that S with the three lines. That's um, probably the weirdest thing he's ever done was that three line S. And it became very pervasive yeah. and <laughs> probably the weirdest. I don't look it up. Yeah, I don't Google it. It probably was us. It's honestly great though for us, for like as creators, because the more streaming platforms making content, the more content they need, and they need Mm -hmm. people. You know, it's like the more opportunity we get to create. I agree. People like to dunk on comedy platforms that tend to. CISO, you remember when CISO was around and then it went away really yeah. quickly and everyone's like, CISO, can you like I making jokes about it? It was a streaming platform right. NBC came up with that okay. made all original comedy stuff and everyone would make fun of it when it went under. It was the only thing that hired any up and coming comedians yeah. for like five years. And yeah. would totally. like, let, it would let people that had done nothing who had a great idea make their whole thing. Yeah. And those don't really exist. Mm-hmm. Even like, I don't want to just be like, this, this is how network things work, but you know, it's, it's, it. There's a lot of, you have to get a lot of okays when you go through a network. They're basically like, okay, we like you. Do it all on your own. Get a million fans on your own. Come back and see us. <laughs> Once it's not a risk for us, we'll think about it. Yeah. Like that's where it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like everything's made fun of though that, that people don't know yet. Mm-hmm. If they don't know that much about it. Like comedians do that with, I feel like years ago it'd be like, oh, they posted their stand up on Instagram. Right. Oh, you're on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and now yeah. it's like. I don't like TikTok, but I've had people come to shows because of it. Right. And I don't, and I don't even, I only have like a thousand people on there and I only post a clip like once a month because I'm so, yeah. I hate editing. Yeah. But even then people find it. It's the only way I think I've found organic new fans totally. on the internet in like two years. I just think it's like as a, like as a comedian or creator or whatever, it's like if you're not trying to put yourself out there, yeah, and find new ways to grow your audience when the opportunity is there. It's like, like, why not? If there is an opportunity to reach out and to reach a wider audience, like why wouldn't you be doing it? I remember really early, which is why we're here today. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Actually the dog just unplugged it again. Uh, I remember really early Facebook, like posting, I have a show and people like, you're going to post where you're doing a show on here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe people will come. Maybe I'll look busy and get something else. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, that's it's it is kind of easier to sort of like be cynical when it is to just right. be okay with it. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm sounding positive right now, but really like I'm always like, oh, oh I'm so depressed. Talk. I'm like, oh, I, I despise it, but I understand. Like, I'm not like it's not TikTok's fault. I despise it. Yeah. It really is. Well, here's what I've been doing on TikTok. You scroll, right? And you come to a live. Now they show you a lot of yes. the live things. I just go in there and I comment. I, I do stand up. <laughs> Come look at my stuff. I have some clips. I think I'm pretty funny. And then I just keep scrolling. Oh, that's a good idea. And I usually get a couple of likes from that yeah. each time. And like sometimes something will then like pop off and go back through the mm-hmm. cycle of showing up on people's page. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it just all feels... What are we doing? Is it shameless or is that just what it is? You know, I think whatever it's like what that takes three seconds and then you get someone who's like a huge fan of your, it's like, mm-hmm. who cares? I don't think who anything's cares? shameless when it's like, I, you how much, if people knew how much effort and work you put into things that you don't get anything back from or paid for yes. or, you know, whatever, it's just like, 
do what you can. We're so, all just trying to exist. I know, yeah, I know. I'm fine with posting where I'm going for shows, and I really just want someone to show up and murder me. Yeah, <laughs> it's an easy a way to get right. murdered. This is a crime podcast. This is us, the first true crime podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody! This killer was actually kind of tight. The victims don't matter. Thanks for being here. <laughs> this is whose killer is it anyway? Where all the killers are super cool and the victims don't matter. <laughs> It just reminded me, like I said that because my mom used to get so worried when I used to, isn't it funny though? Like we used to be like, stay away from Craigslist. Mm -hmm. And then now every day people are like, Hey, I'm going to be over at um, the Virgil on um, Friday night, 9 PM. I might get there a little early. Don't worry. It'll be dark in the room except for where I'm standing. (laughs) (laughs) If you need to find me, I'll be walking to my car after the show on Tuesday. If you need to find me walking to my car, you could, if you look, if you got five bucks, I'm dead. I'm dead. My last drink will be a whiskey Coke and a Tom Collins glass. <laughs> and then it's over. Wash it down with a couple bugles. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, okay, let's talk about so uh, uh, romantic comedies. This one, we can talk more about them after we do the script. So playing for keeps. Right? Yes. How hard was it for both of you to find a romantic comedy neither of you had seen? <laughs> pretty pretty difficult. Yeah. I hadn't even heard of this one. Me either. Okay. Yeah. I had not even heard of it, but then I was like, whoa, it's got Gerard Butler in it. Jessica Biel, Dennis Quaid, Uma Thurman, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Playing for Keeps is what I like to, I have not seen it. I have maybe heard of it. Who knows? I bet in 2012, whenever it came out, we kind of like saw it floating around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has, maybe the tropiest trope of all romantic comedy tropes has nothing to do with the plot and everything to do with the poster. The poster for romantic comedies (laughs) looks like it was made on an app. They always look like an (laughs) app. Here's eight pictures or six pictures the biggest one is the star, the other five. And then it'll be <laughs> like, like a stand-up star show. Will be, right. It does look like a stand-up poster. <laughs> Promo. Um, it'll be like the star. And then like a couple of people, and then whoever the funny person is will be the smallest photo, but there, it's like Jamie Kennedy <laughs> so, or something like in there. Oh, it's so true. And then it's, it's a collage. Poster. Yes. It's a collage. And then it's like all lowercase. One of the words is a different color or italicized. Yeah. Like that's what it is. All every the single one. Are different color. It's it, and this is exactly that. What is that stitch picks or something? Yeah, like a pig stitch. Really stitch. small on the poster. It says it's it's watermarked and it says please <laughs> please unlock the full version of stick pick stitch if you want to do this. <laughs> Upgrade to pick stitch. And they have little Getty images on each of their pictures of like Julia Roberts. But this what you know. This has a lot of famous people in it. Yeah. How much did you know about it when you wrote this script for having never seen Playing for Keeps? Anything? I don't, I don't know anything. We I know, haven't even yeah. seen... I've, I've been trying not... I was. I almost watched the trailer, and then I was like, I, I don't know much, anything. But we kind of have an idea based on the title, but we also wanted to just be silly in this. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to the, do with... I read the, like... Um, what it's about after we wrote this. Like I read like the two sentence synopsis, like, okay. you know, on that pops up when you Google it. So I always all. like but romantic comedies where the right. title has the leads job like in it. Uh-huh. It'll be like catch and release or yeah. like <laughs> right. uh, kicking or like, you know, going down. I, that one sounds like sex, but like yeah. they, they, they all have like, um, um, you've got mail. Uh-huh. Like, like it's like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. It's, it's always like such a specific little thing to what the job of the lead is. Yeah. Which right. I, so I assume this probably also is. Uh huh. I think so. We assumed it's got Gerard Butler. So two women are trying to uh, not fight, but they're going after Gerard Butler. Yeah. It seems like something that'd be in a rom com. Yeah, okay. and yeah, they're fighting the- for his attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's let's cast it. However, okay. you can go ahead and cast however you would 
uh, see fit. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. What? Who do you want to be? Well, Kyle should definitely be maybe like Chad. Okay. <laughs> we've got a Chad and we've got a Todd. Um, with two <laughs> Both D's. with two D's. <laughs> <laughs> we, we reveal that at the beginning. Um, <laughs> um, okay. um, I'll be Crystal. Okay, I can be Todd then, and um, and uh, you want me to be Tammy and Crystal? I'm just. And then like, you'll be. You can also cast dudes. it as they show up if you'd like, like in the script. If if someone just happens. Well, to Well, I think in. if the three girls scene, one of us each should be one of the girls. Okay, okay. I'll be Crystal. You want to be? I can be. Um, I can be, uh, do you want to be Tammy or Chloe? I'll be Chloe. Okay. I can be Tammy. I've just decided to be more decisive. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I don't know any, I'm okay. not even going to think about it. Okay. Okay. You want me to be one of the guys in the like beginning? Tammy <laughs> I know, <Kyle>? exactly. <laughs> so then do you want to read the narration? Okay. And then be Crystal and narration? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Mojo, stay still. Okay. Now he's just napping in his fucking bed. (laughs) Exterior, extremely nice home. One you would picture someone who only wears white and owns a boat, but doesn't use it, would live in it. (laughs) Doorbell rings. Chad, early 40s, dressed like a preppy peacock with a sweater tied around his neck, answers the door to Todd, early 40s, casual with a subtle gruffness, with two women, Chloe, mid-30s, classically beautiful with a softness about her, and Crystal, early 40s, sexy, wearing a slinky dress and an ornery smile that shows a little bit of red lipstick on her front tooth. Hey there, buddy. Oh, you brought a date. Two dates. Wow, what an overachiever. Welcome to Game Night, girls. It's nice to meet you. I'm Chad Bradford, DC, of Bradford Chiropractics. That's, that's That's Chad with two Ds. Chad leans in and whispers to Todd, and they both laugh. <laughs> guess, guess we both like double Ds, huh? <laughs> Everyone enters as Chad takes their coats and shakes the girls' hands. There are people mingling everywhere. That's actually supposed to be Chloe. This is Chloe? Yeah. To clarify, we didn't know he invited us both. We showed up at the same time, and, well, you know... Yeah, I just stuck around because I heard there was going to be free booze, and the host of the party was a hottie. Crystal pinches Chad's butt as she grabs two glasses of champs from the passing waiter. Just then, Chad's wife, Tammy, late 30s housewife, who has her shit together but also cries every day around 4 p.m. while watching The View, (laughs) pouring herself a glass of Chardonnay over ice, walks up. Hi, Todd. I see you brought some uh Guests, uh, you never show up empty-handed, do you? <laughs> Make yourself at home. There's charades happening in the family room. Some guys are playing pool down in the basement, and outside we've got a game of scavenger hunt happening. Grandpa Henry lost his teeth again by the hot tub. A guy in scuba gear holding a beer runs past the group heading towards the backyard. Chad and I were getting ready to start a game of Pictionary in the dining room. Come join us. The group heads for the dining room. Todd puts his arms around both women. Chloe shrugs it off as Crystal chugs her champs. Sets it on the tray, taking another glass from the waiter. Okay, you guys all know how to play Pictionary, right? If not, the rules simply state... This game is stupid. Let's play Would You Rather. I'll go first. Would you rather fart every time you laugh or burp every time you cry? That's easy for you, Todd. You never cry. The only time I saw Todd cry was in college when we went to a tailgate, and the only meat they had was Beyond Beef. It's beyond disrespectful to the cows. I refuse to eat that rubber. It's hard to tell when you don't like 
It's hard to tell you don't like to eat rubber with that tire around your stomach. <laughs> Chad bursts out laughing and punches Todd in the gut. And they both Christ. start to wrestle. A vase gets knocked over. A cloud of ashes fills the air. Tammy, Tammy lets out a polite whimper. Oh, that was my grandmother's ashes. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Is your grandpa Henry going to be upset? He will, but only about the vase. He and my grandma didn't get along. He won't even call her by her name anymore. He refers to her as that dingbat bitch. The boys keep wrestling, falling onto the couch where Chloe and Crystal are sitting. They both wriggle out from underneath the men and then stand. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, me too. I'll show you where it is. The ladies all head out of the room as we hear Chad and Todd continuing their wrestling match in the distance. Chad has Todd in a headlock. Oh, me. Well, Todd, it looks like you're going to need to make an appointment with your favorite chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> your back is going to need some ice after this. <laughs> Doctor's orders. <laughs> Chad flips Todd in the air and shoves his face in between the couch cushion. Tammy leads the girls down the hall and stops outside of the bathroom door. Here it is. This is the only one we have on this level for that's for guests. I would say you could use our bathroom, but Chad had all you can eat crab legs last night. You'd have to burn your clothes afterwards if I let you in there. Hell, I might have to set the bathroom on fire. It's that bad. Chloe and Crystal both start to enter. Oh, you go ahead. I'm really good at holding my pee in. It's all from those Kegel exercises I do. No, it's fine. You go. Oh, screw it. Let's just go in together. I need to fix my mascara. The women squeeze into the bathroom. Crystal sits down to pee first. The tension immediately eases. Since everyone knows women's bathrooms hold a magical power that creates an illusion of peace, <laughs> harmony, and love. Girls just want to have fun by Sidney Lopner begins to play. So how do you guys get into this love triangle anyway? Don't get me wrong. I, I love Todd. He's one of Chad's oldest friends, but he's not exactly adult. Yeah, he is kind of a man child. So true. The other day, sorry, I was trying to pull up girls just want to have fun. To play it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's pause for. I don't think it's playing. Oh, I can hear it. Uh-huh. So true. The other day he freaked out because he couldn't find his Chewbacca cup. I felt so bad for him because I thought it was a cup because I thought it was a cup his mother who passed away had given him as a child. He bought the cup last week. That's devastating to hear. How did you meet him, Crystal? I met him at a bar, my local bar, my go-to spot, Applebee's. I was minding my own business with my nightly extra green apple teeny when Todd walks in and spills a drink on me. He bought me another and we ended up spending the whole evening together, <laughs> just talking and laughing. He was really quite sweet and very giving, like very giving. Let's just say the mozzarella sticks weren't the only thing served hot and fresh that night. <sighs> the girls nod like, okay, okay, enough. Don't. Ruin mozzarella sticks for me. What about you, Chloe? How'd you meet Todd? Oh, he coaches my son's soccer team. <laughs> I'm a single mom and I have a four-year-old son, Gabe. You should see Todd with him. It's the sweetest thing. He like always lets Gabe score on him and he taught him this trick using his head with the ball. <laughs> Chloe smiles as if she's caught feelings. Tammy and Crystal look at each other knowing that she's also caught feelings. Then Chloe catches herself, clears her throat and looks to Crystal. Wow, I didn't know Todd had this paternal, emotional sweet side. I mean, the only thing I've ever seen him take care of is his receding hairline. Just then, the women walk out of the bathroom and back into the room where they'd been playing the game. Chad and Todd are still wrestling, and by now, both of their 
Both of them are shirtless. Tammy stops the girls abruptly before the guys see them and turns around. Girls, I have a proposition for you. The guys think they can have all the fun. Todd thinks he can just pull one over on you two and invite you both and not tell either of you. Well, it's time to teach him a lesson. (laughs) What do you have in mind? Will this involve handcuffs? I have a pair in my car. Chloe and Tammy stare at Crystal and all. Like, are you a psycho or are you just kind of awesome? No, what if we make a bet? Whoever can win over Todd by the end of your son's soccer season. How many games are left? Uh, like 10 more games. So around two weeks. Great. Whoever wins him over by the soccer finals gets to have two of my tickets to go see Hairspray the Musical (laughs) on ice. And just like that, I lost my buzz. I don't know. This all sounds so shady. And time consuming. I can't go to all these games unless Cristiano Ronaldo will be there. I'm very busy these next two weeks. I've had to reschedule my laser hair appointment. My laser hair removal appointment twice. I consider myself a feminist, but I don't have to be one of those feminists with a big old shrub. Todd does love Chewbacca, though. (laughs) But think about it. It will be a fancy night at the theater. Chad knows some of the producers, so we get catered food and drinks all night. Todd will get to have a long, romantic evening with you. Who knows? Maybe the night will end with some mozzarella sticks. Tammy winks an awkward wink. I have, I have been wanting to wear this backless Dolce & Gabbana dress. I'm in, trying to pull off my Megan Fox look. It's good to know when you guys wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I could use a nice night out. Don't you mean an ice night out? <laughs> Neither of the women laugh, so Crystal chugs her drink. <laughs> Great, it's settled. We'll meet up at your son's final game to see who's he, who he's chosen. The women enter the living room to find the guys have settled down but are in a full sweat. What took you guys so long? Yeah, you ladies missed all the fun. Oh, you know, reapplying lip liner and exchanging tampons. <laughs> While you were gone, we started a game of truth or dare and I had to put these costume teeth Chad found in my mouth while singing Candy Shop by 50 Cent. Good God, those are Grandpa Henry's teeth. Oh, save those for later. Crystal gives Todd a wink. Tammy runs over to grab the teeth and sprints to the kitchen to sterilize them. Fade to blackout. (laughs) You guys should be expecting this on Netflix sometime soon. Oh, don't say that. This feels a Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> Paramount Plus will be paid. Paramount Plus. <laughs> There's really funny jokes in there. There's actually like really fun, would be in romantic comedy jokes. <laughs> Not getting a laugh, chugging your drink. That's so funny. Who knows what actually happens in playing for keeps? Probably something to do with soccer. <laughs> Hopefully grandpa doesn't really lose his teeth. I'm thinking if it's Gerard Butler, Gerard, it's probably soccer. Yeah, because uh-huh. he's like, I should have done a Gerard Butler accent. Why didn't you? I really messed that one. Screwed the pooch. That's okay. When the dog unplugs the soundboard, we'll run it back. You're right. Another chance we'll to do the Gerard Butler one. There we go. That's a good, that's so funny. That is what, what I really, it's really funny that the guys just wrestle because they, sometimes they're so weak, like hyper, no man behaves like that guys mm-hmm. and things punching each other and just be like this. Look at this. There's okay. What is that? Um, is that hot rod where, um, 
Will Arnett plays the boyfriend who kind of goes babe and he yells babe a whole lot. Do you, have you seen Hot Rod? You know what I'm no. talking about? No, I have, but not in a few years. Um, but he's like hyper masculine. He's like, that's that's my boy Stoli. Well, he's Andy such Samberg, a chode. Right? Like that's like how a lot of <laughs> yeah, guys yeah. in these movies behave. It's so right. funny. Yeah, they're like college bros and they like every time to get together, they're like, have you seen my new shotgun? I know. I know. Yeah, look, like, I just got a deer head on the wall next yeah. to my beer light. And yeah. I'm just like, this is so... It's such a, it's like the people writing it wish they were single 20 year olds again. Yeah. Yeah. And they're writing, I would love to have a basement or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And all the women are very into them and you're like, are, are you sure? <laughs> they, I want, it feels like the, the Apatow ones kind of shifted that. I don't know. He likes, cause he, he brought like, what was it like? More like a man child unless like a bro man that's child yeah. type of thing yeah sort of came across um yeah that's so true and then it's really funny when he writes a movie where like his actual wife is into a baby loser and you're right. like yeah 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 we know <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. historically is into this Written around you it's always paul rudd though and it makes sense yeah i that's it, it's fun to see something where someone wrote themselves as a way hotter yeah person yeah and you're like well why aren't you just in it your whole family's in it. Right. <laughs> so true. Yeah. This is great. Who knows what actually happens in it? I know. I'm excited to watch it now. What oh, is it? Well, you, why don't you watch it and tell me what happens? <laughs> I, I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm looking up some information about it here. It does have a 4% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. A 4%? 4. Uh, four. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Which What's is low? low. What's the low? Yeah, That's I why think we've never so. heard of it. It says it's hyper- cartoonishly misogynistic. Oh, of course. That's, Anything with Gerard well, Butler is. Yeah. Well, what does, um, what is the lowest? It's going to be hard to be lower than go? four zero. Could, do they ever have one? Four. Um, like what's the lowest scoring movie on Rotten Well, Tomatoes? we're going to find out because we're going to play a game involving. <gasps> oh, but oh, this right. is so, this is the reviews for this. You can't, it's Dennis Quaid hammers away at a nothing role an adulterous alpha dog. It's nearly identical to the one he played earlier this year in another movie. <laughs> Was it in what to expect when you're expecting? Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this That's is, I was envisioning him as that role just from like what he looks like on the cover. Cause he's wearing like, he's just dressed in like a sweater vest and like, he looks like he goes golfing every day. <laughs> Someone maybe should have told this guy, if you want to rekindle a romance with a woman, you probably shouldn't start by sleeping with all of her friends. <laughs> oh, no. This is crazy. Even this is like, because uh, um, there's a lot of really great romantic comedies where tropes still happen. Yeah. Because it's, but yeah, this sometimes seems to they're be like, easily people done are just like, this is just only <laughs> yeah. misogynistic. It's, That's yeah. like what everyone it's is only saying. The tropes. There was a lot of them happening, I think, after, you know, I think that people got confused because in the early 2000s or mid 2000s, like sex comedies really took off, mm -hmm. like after American Pie and Road Trip and all of those and then like Judd Apatow movies. And then, then they tried to like combine the two and it's like there was a lot of misfiring. Right, because I guess the sex comedy and firing in, in like, the office. Yeah. <laughs> men were men were trying to implement these yeah. movies. A lot of like in um, the office. Those I guess the sex comedies are all played off of everyone's ignorance. Yeah, but then when it's like forty year olds behaving like that, right? It's like it's a little harder to believe Gerard Butler than it is like Jason Biggs or something yeah. that's completely ignorant yeah, to like bad he, like, behavior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
the sometimes the casting when they're a forty five year old man. Oh, and it's oh, and they're he, like he just graduated college. He's right, you know. or he's like he just hasn't found the one because he was hurt by his ex fiance. And you're, you're right. gonna have a hard time it. believing this, but the one is super hot and twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like really every time, right. every time he had to pick her up from class. If Jessica Biel was and Judd Apatow's daughter, single yeah. like impossible impossible there is a thing that i like in movies and tv where someone is so hot it has to come up Mm -hmm. like something my the thing i always talk about is in the leftovers justin thoreau is so hot yeah that a plot point is that he's hot and that people are like oh do you know the hot cop yeah Mm -hmm. he's so hot why does he live here like it's (laughs) because He shouldn't. He's too hot yeah, to live in yeah. upstate New York. He should literally be doing the actual person's actual job of being a hot actor. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah. so, and sometimes in like romantic comedies, you're just like, that person's too hot to yeah. live in yeah, this town. Yeah, you have to mention yeah. it. Justin Thoreau is such an interesting character because it's like in Parks and Rec, he was like not hot at all. They made him like, they had a really short haircut on him and he's like, you forget that it's Justin Thoreau because he's like mm-hmm. not attractive, even though he's like, supposed to be kind of cool. Yeah, he has like a very like receding yeah. pointed haircut that comes yeah, to like the little kind of like triangle. a little nerdy. And then like I just watched him in the Mosquito Coast on Apple TV and he's like attractive but it's not distracting. Yeah. He's so like versatile in his like In the leftovers he has a 20 level. pack. Yeah. <laughs> he has so many ads. That'll do it. That'll do and it. And it's like just <laughs> disgusting tattoos. <laughs> And then they just keep having to be like, oh, you're dating the really, really hot cop. (laughs) If you don't say it, people are like, which cop? That is funny. (laughs) I can't have someone that looks like Jude Law, like in the holiday. You're like, oh, his wife died. Okay. Yeah. Like he's he's too good looking to be single. Yeah. That's a fun line to be if you're an actor (laughs) where they're like, am I too hot for this? No, no, you're good. You're good. You are not yeah. too hot to be a it's normal person. <laughs> right. I like for commercials, I'll get like breakdowns that are like, we need people that are pretty, but like not distractingly beautiful. Like <laughs> that is rude. I've had one that before. Or it's like, she looks like she just had a baby. Like <laughs> I've, I've to definitely put together weight. auditions for like, has let himself go recently. <laughs> and you're like, who, what did I write this? No, we just need normal looking people. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm your girl. We need some av- Just let's, we need a pile of average. <laughs> okay. I could read for this. <laughs> I could read for this. All right. Well, we're, we're going to play a game here. I don't, I, I, all right. There we go. Wait, that's our, so the game we're going to play is called build a perfect movie. Build a perfect movie. Ooh, How I it like works that. is. I'll give you a category. You each are competing against each other. You have Uh-oh. to pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomato score adds up to as close to 100 as possible okay. without going over. All right. So Price is Right rules apply. Okay. So today we're going to do romantic comedies. You have to each pick two. So for instance, if you had picked, um, um, let's say like a, like a Robin Williams movie is the yeah, example yeah, I yeah, give. Yeah. If you picked Happy Feet and RV, that's a 74 and a 26. That'd be a perfect movie. Okay. Can't go over. You'll each pick one, and then we'll review the scores. So then you can pick your next one according. This is okay. Be hard because I think every. Movie oh my god! Is I can't good. wait. But romantic comedies, I think, is a good category for this because they are. All, oh, there's perfect. a lot of tens and a lot of fives yeah. and a lot of nineties and a lot of fifties. Totally. So there's a lot to work with. I feel like there's a lot of. 15s and 20s. A lot of 15s and 20s, and that's just the age of the girls in them. Um, <laughs> oh no, I'm nervous. Yeah, because I think every movie is like a Rotten Tomato 100. She does. You get surprised sometimes. I'm always like, 
Yeah, but that's in my head it is, but really they're like a 16%. I'm sure. like, I thought that movie was great. Well, think, what what would Jenny think about this movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you think something, think something else and base it off of that. Um, just like lose the your own thoughts. <laughs> Don't think with your own brain. Just trash your intuition with this game. Okay? So Abby, you'll pick first. Oh, gosh. Then Jenny okay. will pick. We're going to play a little background music. I pick any playing. romantic comedy You pick all. romantic comedy and then I'll tell you the score and then you're going to pick your second one accordingly. Okay. I'm going to go with um, a, a, a goodie because it was our first one. Let's do How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. Jenny? Hold on. You've got mail. Oh, good one. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a 42% okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, so you need I am a 58, shocked. A 50, you need to hold How on to that shock higher? for our next game. So hold on to that shock for our have, next and game. And I can't go over 58, right? You can't. You All have right, to least. get as close to 100 as possible without going over. You've Got Mail is a 70. <gasps> a Whoa. 70%. So you're looking for a 30. Mm-hmm. So Abby, you have more to make up, so you'll pick first. Okay, I know a movie that has like, a, I know for sure it has a good score but I'm worried it might have above 60. Okay, I'm I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to just... go Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with The Big Sick. It did well. Okay. All right. Okay. 30 or less. <clears throat> I'm going to do This Means War. Ooh, love that movie. All right, here we go. I have a feeling The Big Sick is going to push me over 100. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, 42%. The Big Sick, 98%. (gasps) Stop. 98%. I almost picked that up first. Just way over. Way over. Let's see if we can qualify. You've got mail, 70%. This means war, 26%. That's a 96. It's a very good, perfect movie. Thank you so much. It's a very good, perfect movie. (laughs) Dang. All right. Wait, I am... Truly shocked about how to lose a guy. I'm not. I thought for sure that I was going to be at least. As someone a- who's consumed a lot of Rotten Tomato scores via this game, that era does is not score early high. internet. Yeah. So it's a lot of just early internet people reviewing them and mm-hmm. a lot of lower scores. I think the big sick, which is great, if it had come out 20 years earlier, would be like a 70 something because there'd be mm-hmm. more less reviews. The big sick. You've so Got true. Mail only has 89 reviews. You've Got Mail does. The Big Sick, I bet, has 1,000 on here. 300. Yeah. It has it, so many more. And yeah. it was like right when people were wanting ro- romantic comedies to be something a little different. Like mm-hmm. it was it was definitely a different... It, it's never been done before what they did in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that right, movie like was really Right, like if it great. was viewed now... 98%? Now, I almost picked that first. I kind of want to see who gave been, it a bad. <laughs> 2% would have been the leap year. I bet it got like... It probably got 15 or Every something. negative review says too long. Has an excess of pleasantness. <laughs> um, not very nuanced. Well, that's not true. It's literally as nuanced <laughs> and a real thing that right. happened. They're like, it's actually not a romantic Hard comedy. Hard to believe. It's a, it's like a bros comedy. I feel like the love is between like him and I think maybe dad. it shouldn't, you shouldn't legally be allowed to be a romantic comedy if there's a stand-up comedy audition in it. <laughs> Oh my God, so true. If there's a just for laughs callback in your movie, uh, then maybe it doesn't get to count. All right, we're going to do one more round of the same category, actually. Okay. 
I think it's a good category. There's plenty to choose from. Okay. Plenty of places oh, to live. Um, Jenny, you won, again. so you'll go first. Just got nervous. It's again. very like. Me too. I'm not, now. I'm like I don't know what to pick. Okay. Shout out Mojo for not unplugging the soundboard and just being asleep in his bed. Oh, good job, Mojo. Okay, let me think. Let me think. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. 13 going on 30. Ooh. Razzle, razzleberries. Jenny's like, I just, if there's numbers in it, I'm going to pick it. <laughs> if there's numbers in the title. Next okay. up, seven. I'm going to do, I'm going to pick one with numbers too. I'm going to do um, 10 things I hate about you. That's a good category for this game in general is movies with numbers. numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I picked two. I did 10, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Also. All right, here we go. 13 going on 30 is a 65%. So you're looking for a 35. Wow, that's okay. pretty good. Looking for a 35. I had a feeling that one would be higher. 10 things I hate about you is a 69%. So you're looking for a 31. Okay. Although 69% in romantic comedy should be an instant win. Um, <laughs> you win by default. <laughs> yeah. So Jenny, you'll pick first. You're looking for a 35. Abby, a 31. A 31. Okay. Magic Mike. I'm kidding. Um, magic Mike's not a. Well, it could be. Could be. You know it's way. You know it's way <laughs> over like, though. You know it's okay, way okay, over. Okay, okay. Like, Will you I'm gonna do Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just watch it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Do you have one yet? I think so. I'm, I'm still thinking. I got one on the tip of my tongue, but I'm nervous. Me too. 35 is a tough area to be in, like 30 or 35. Yeah. Type of uh, the ones that I'm thinking of, I feel like they're all going to be like in the teens. I'm trying to win this You got to qualify. Though. Okay. I'm going to do just go with it. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I'm going to choose the prince in me. A good porn parody title as well. <laughs> oh, and me. I typed the prince in me. <laughs> That's why I the thought it was with, a porn parody. This is the one with, uh, <laughs> make sure it's Julia Stiles. Oh my god! Yeah. The Prince and Me. Oh man, I the literally Prince typed and in. Me. That's so funny. I was like, who would do that? <laughs> that's either that's either a porn or it's a Disney film. The Prince right. in Me. It's, it's just sort of like a, you have to, be to become <laughs> the prince. Yeah, it's it's actually he starts out as a frog and then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. 13 going on 30 is a 65%. Just go with it as a 19%. So we're looking at, uh, was that an 84? Well, you have to do math quick in your head. 84%. Okay. 84. That's a good, that's a qualifier. We're in. <sighs> okay. Nervous. It's a qualifier. You're an I'm 84%. Nervous. All right. I have to win. I have to win or else it'll, it'll be embarrassing. 10 things I hate about you is a 69%. And I need a 31. The Prince and me. 28%. That's a 97. Yeah! That's a 97%. Wow. I let, I let you win that round. It's uh-huh. fine. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Our tiebreaker. I was going to, I too was going to say the prince in me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crime version of it is the prince, P-R-I-N-T-S in me, where they find fingerprints inside someone's mouth. Um, 
or somewhere else. I had to go with mouth just for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we pivoted mid mid sentence. All right, we're gonna introduce a new game here. Ooh, this is exciting. gonna be. Uh, uh, I don't have a title for it. Let's say critics got it wrong, but okay. how wrong? Hopefully the most wrong. That'll be the title of this game. You Love have it. to pick the movie that has the biggest discrepancy between critics and audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. This will be the tiebreaker. Okay. So for instance, like 10 Things I Hate About You, that well, that one was pretty low um, critic score, but I think the audience score was like, oh no, they're exactly the same. Never, mm-hmm. never mind. Oh, what, no, How to Lose a Guy in 10, ga- 10 Days. So like when the audience is obsessed with it and the critics exactly. are like, So like no. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, if my internet would load, it's a 42%, but the audience gave it a 77. So you'd be looking at a 25. Okay. A net 25. You want one that the audience liked way more. We'll go positive. Like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days would be a good example. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our tiebreaker will be whoever can pick the romantic comedy that the audience liked the, mo- the more. So you the biggest net. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Are we doing this collectively together? Oh, no, this is the tiebreaker since oh. you both won one okay. round. Don't even look at me. Don't you dare stare <laughs> at Don't me. Don't even look at me. The magician, that sounds like a magician uh, romantic comedy. Okay, I'm going to go with, um, should I go, Should I pick first? Does it matter? Yeah, you could pick first. It doesn't matter. Or you can both think of it and thinking. say it at the okay. same time. Okay. Okay. I'm still thinking, still so think. you go. You think. I don't want to influence your thought process. Um, you you go because it just you go. I'm gonna say, chasing liberty. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, QAnon. That's so, laughing at the fact. Why that does that sound like a QAnon documentary to me? <laughs> I don't think audiences liked it either. Mandy Moore audiences didn't, I didn't like say it. I didn't like Mandy Moore. Okay. I just feel like there was a Mandy Moore market. I'm hoping that the audience, like I remember the critic score on that. Well, like yeah, for a while. 13%. And then it became Mandy, Mandy less. All right. We're having a good time. Um, <laughs> okay. 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 I'm really drawing. So you're doubting my choice. All right. Well, let's see you come up with something better. Okay. <laughs> I watched chasing Liberty not that long ago with you. Okay, I'm. Um, I am thinking. Oh, can I change my answer? <laughs> if you'd like to. Um, I'm gonna change it to. Um, uh, shoot, what's this movie called? Shoot, what's this? Movie uh, I can look it up for you if you remember. A Cinderella name. story. That's a good one with Hilary Duff. Watch, I probably would have won with Chasing Liberty too late. I deleted Chasing Liberty off the internet in its entirety. <laughs> Probably needed. I'm really, really drawing a blank. Okay. What about, let's say, let's do, let's do the wedding planner. Okay. The wedding planner. Yeah, I bet you people, because people love that. and it, Do I'm they sure. though? I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot yeah. of people don't. What? No. A lot of it's people one of don't the most like beloved that. movies. I don't think so. Okay, here we go. A Cinderella story on the tomato meter. Critics gave it a 12%. Oh my God, that's just rude. The audience gave it a 53. Okay, so that's you're good. A, that's 41. That's, that's 41. Nice. The wedding nice. planner, tomato meter is a 17%. Sorry. You're okay. Oh, 17%. I was worried it was him going to unplug it. 17%. The audience gave it a 59. That is a 42. Jenny wins by 1%. Oh! God. Jenny wins by one percent. What are the odds? Well, have you seen a closer game? No, it could have been closer, 
because Chasing Liberty is also an 18% with a 60 audience score. You would have tied in the tiebreaker if you oh, went with Chasing Liberty. Oh well, I but did you tell you not you to. Got, you got duffed. Well, because you. I did tell you not to go with your intuition. You, so. Yeah, and, but you you were like, oh, Chasing Liberty. People that was me. Like that that was my ploy to get in your head. Jenny <laughs> knows that I'm the most easily convinced person. I will change my Fine, mind. fine. I'll go with the big sick. I'll go with the big sick. <laughs> A 1% I, victory. I love, I, I can get in your head very easily. Oh yeah. It's really great. Anybody it's a fun could. little game. It's my little game. I know, even you were like, I'm, I can get in your head. You're like, you can get in my head. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, here, I'll drill in there for you. Oh, I'm like, like, that I'm, one was fun. I'm the, person, a fun I'm the person where you're like, oh, I'll be like, I'm not, I don't want to go do anything. And then Jenny will be like, well, don't you want to? And I'm like, okay, you changed my mind. You're right. I hadn't thought about the opposite <laughs> until you said it. Uh, well, Jenny, our grand champion for today. Thank you uh, so much. Two games to one game. Jenny, you get to choose whether you plug the podcast or Abby plugs the podcast. <laughs> and then you can both let everyone know where to find you online and stuff like that as well. I knew what I was getting into because I wrote all those reviews and I was the one that <laughs> you stuffed the ballot the box. You, uh, everyone remember to go uh, vote on the recall of how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> I really, I truly am shocked by that one because that movie, even though it is like, I know it's in a certain era, but like that movie is, I think everyone all, all around lo- likes that movie. People are assholes. Everyone just wants to give movies bad scores. It's like, let's just enjoy watching a movie. <laughs> we want to end on that. People are assholes. Well, follow us. <laughs> follow us. We are not people. <laughs> uh you can find me uh, at your local Starbucks getting a pumpkin spice latte, but you can also find me at underscore Jenny Jennings. And you can follow us on our, our Rom Comedians Instagram at Rom Comedians Pod. Yes. And I'm at Abby Finch. And Abby lives with me. You can find her next to me in, in uh, four feet away from me. In you can bedroom. find me at your local uh, street hot dog vendor. <laughs> getting a pumpkin spice hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Abby would truly eat that. Uh, yeah, you knows, would eat it. Could it. Be good. I mean, be people good. like chi- like apple sausage. You know, like chi- <laughs> I for like sure for don't. Breakfast. There's no leap here. <laughs> That's a thing. That would for sure get a 15 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> the biggest audience discrepancy is between critics and audience on pumpkin spice hot dogs, <laughs> which is like a loosely translated German romantic comedy. We're we're segueing your podcast into the fall season. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Oh, too good. Too good. Well, that was fun. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for, for having so us. Fun. I love those All games. Right, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you to the dog for only unplugging the soundboard once. <laughs> uh, we're good. Okay. Hey, yeah, what cold. was that game that we did with the, with the. Card? The card up like on the a, head. The yeah. Ca- yeah. Yeah. That's a fun What's game. So character card head guessing yeah. game. The game. Inspiring no. Do you still play that? Let me see. Yes. We do still. Well, we play sometimes. We could play that too. If we got time, we can do a couple games and tag this on. I'm done. It's up to. I know you got to get back to shower to to uh, do your Zoom. Uh, yeah, I think we're okay so far. We're gonna do it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play a quick round of character card head guessing game. The game. Do we still go to do your dad? And then we'll play a round of. <laughs> Jeez, do, Abby. Of do my dad. <laughs> um, do we still get to screw your dad? This is a PG podcast. Sorry, you can edit that out. No, no disrespect to your father. I'm going to have to come up with a character here real quick. And and then you, we will have to guess. Who, you'll have to guess. That intro sounded, it reminded me of like the backyard again. It's like people dancing around in like. Yeah, uh, it's right. Costumes. It's like.
Like, this is actually the theme to Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but first we're going to play Kyle. Guess the movie trailer Kyle's dad is describing. Have only watched the trailer, never having heard the movie The Game. Okay. Guess what movie trailer Kyle's dad is describing. Having only watched the trailer and never having heard of the movie game. I love that. All right, so how this game works is my dad watches a movie trailer. He describes it. You have to guess what movie trailer he is describing based on the description. He does not know any actors. He does not know any titles. Uh, are you ready? Is it going to be a romantic comedy trailer? I think so. That's where my head's at. Okay. She's doing a presentation in front of the class and now talking about a party she threw where people showed up. <laughs> They were talking on their cell phones while next to each other in the hallways. She is a bad driver. Everyone has a pretty cool style. A lot of different shots of them walking around, talking about teenager stuff. Her closet seems crazy. They almost wrecked leaving the freeway. I know it. Quick shots. Can I guess? Kissing clueless. on the stairs. It is clueless. Whoa. You weren't clueless on that Redemption. one. <laughs> you weren't clueless on that one. Dog unplugs the soundboard again on purpose. Like, time to go. Like, that game's not going to make it. <laughs> well, I was told I had no clue. As soon as I, I saw the, you the were, style, teenagers I, I in was style, I clueless. was like... Um, but now we're going to play character card head guessing them game the game. All right. Abby, since you successfully guessed Kyle dad movie trailer, you are going to have to try and guess what movie character you are asking only yes or no questions. Jenny and I will answer them. I'm going to show her what character you are. It's a real one. It's a real movie character. Okay. What do you mean, like a fake movie character? I don't know. I've never. That would this be like, a, oh, if I just like invent. No, sorry, you're Eric from a movie. I invented <laughs> in my head. How did you not guess this? So you'll ask only yes or no questions okay. to try and figure out who you are. Okay. And you'll have two All minutes right. to try and do that. Okay. Um. Is it from a romantic comedy? This is that's definitely one of the Abby questions. Abby really you can wants ask. everything to be surrounded. So, by like, I'm trying to narrow down my options. I'm going to show Jenny just to make sure I'm she thinks you've win. probably seen this movie. Um. But you have, that's one of the questions you could definitely ask. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was cheating. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I remember the last time we played this and yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Okay, great. Take your headphones off and plug yours. I'm going to tell everyone at home who you okay. are. So she is um, Niles from Palm Springs, played by Andy Samberg. Niles from Palm Springs, played by Andy Samberg. She loves, she loves this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we all we do, all do, but we've done. Yes. We did this one on the podcast. Okay, right. okay, okay, okay. Let's do it. So, um, wow, I can right. hear. Okay, you have. She's that's, lying. That was. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I? All right, here we go. So, two minutes. Yes or no questions only. Oh, You're a character nice. from a movie or TV show from any time ever, and you can you want to ask to narrow it down. I don't okay. really have a way to time it. We're going to use this as the timer, I'm even nervous. though we won't hear it. All right, Mojo, you're timing us. Mojo, He's like, when I cut the plug. Well, to Mojo, that's 14 minutes because of dog years, so this will take a lot longer. Uh, we'll be here a long time. All right, whenever you're ready, okay. Ask your first yes or no question. Am I from a romantic comedy? <laughs> we already established yes. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Am okay. I a male? Yes. Okay. Am I the main character? Yes. Yes. Am um. Sorry, am I answering to no, Kyle? No, answer on the wall. Okay. I, I have actually um, haven't seen this. Okay, so. okay. Uh, uh, am I like, I don't even know what to ask. Am I um, in the, the ad world? Huh? 
Like your job in the movie? Like, yeah. No. Um, is my job? Like, I don't know that for sure. Is no, my, he's not. Is my job something like corporate? No. Does he wear leather jackets? <laughs> no. That's like your fourth question. No, I, I don't know. I would assume no, based on where the movie takes place. Um, She's like, I want to narrow down if it's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Does it take place in New York? No. No. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I, I can almost look had a certain... to think about it. And I, it's <laughs> you literally... guys are wasting my two minutes. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I forgot. Um, does uh, he fall in love with a blonde? No. No. Does he fall in love with a brunette? Yes. <laughs> Does yes. she's guys, actually bald? This is hard. I don't know what to ask. Um, do they have like uh, an airport scene? No, well, I, I didn't know if at you meant airport? like figuratively. Is there an airport at the end? No, no. Oh my gosh, this is hard. Um, do does we, he you can figure out when the movie came out? What, like, is it from like the early 2000s? No, the mid, late 2000s, like 2095. The, like 2010 later okay so it's like it's fairly re- very it's recent. pretty recent oh okay so this movie is a recent romantic comedy um is he rich i don't know or no. not relevant you can also say not relevant if it doesn't okay. yeah um recent romantic comedies um does he have like f- goofy friends in real life <laughs> yeah in real life yes um like historically goofy friends <laughs> okay that's helpful is this a judd apatow movie no um does this did this guy in real life like have a sexy transformation we have talked about him before and is it think is he's it, great is it um seth rogan no did seth rogan have a sexy transformation well, he, got, he lost a lot of weight like him and jonah hill lost a lot of weight um A recent romantic comedy. Oh my gosh, this is harder than I was expecting. Can I give her a hint? Yeah. So we're at two minutes. You can get one hint okay. and then see if you can make guess it a good are. one. He wears a lot of Hawaiian shirts. Adam Sandler. No. Just think of all, right. all the other. It's very. We're recent. looking for Jason Siegel. No. You're, li- you're living in almost. The, you know what's crazy? It's like not quite that. War- we're looking for. Niles from Palm Springs, played oh, by Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought the, uh, I was going to say time travel, but yeah. then I figured that was too broad. Yeah. Ooh. It is crazy how time travel doesn't narrow down the romantic comedy. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's right. a few. You know what it's we're going to do? It's crazy when there are so many, you're guessing from like such a wide range. It's like right. Even Maybe know find out to... when the movie comes. Yeah, it's a tough thing to do. All right, we're going to do one more round of yeah. Kyle's dad. Okay. Another very, um, relationship-based movie type of thing, you know. Yeah. As long as Mojo's cooperating. I could just going. listen to this. I know I like it. All right, I'm here like, we go. Is that on Spotify? Okay. So why would everyone hate him? Shots of a woman writing stuff down. Now he is slowly walking through his living room. He says he isn't involved. He doesn't really have good answers to any of their questions. Now she is taking a bath, and he's walking out of the bathroom with a creepy face. It's a horror film? The detectives are trying to solve her treasure hunt. A lot of shots of skeptical people. I think they all hate him. 
some voiceover from her echoing in between more people hating him. More quick shots. He seems hounded by the news. They're not sure the most simple answer is the correct one. Slow shot of the woman looking up at him. More voiceover from her about her husband. Writing in a diary. Creepy. The most hated man in America? What? The most hated man in America was... I'm thinking of like a presidential movie. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Dirty John. Um, you know, the the show. No, I don't. <laughs> Not knowing what that is, that's a funny thing to say something is like. You'll find that next to The Prince in Me. The Prince on- in Me and Dirty John. <laughs> you guys, Dirty John was a successful podcast and a two-season run show. Get with it. I'm with it now. Okay. okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Who do we? Th- what do we think this is? Immediately, my mind went to that Netflix show with Amy, Amy Adams called like The Woman in the Window. It is not The Woman in the Once Window. Once you said like Treasure, I truly the whole time I was just like, I really want to watch Fool's Gold right now. Like that, <laughs> I truly was just thinking about Fool's Gold, well, and I couldn't get out. As soon of as it. they said Treasure, I was thinking of National Treasure. But I don't think I love- it's like an actual treasure. I is it a, it's not a romantic comedy. It what? is not oh, a, I thought a, it was. a romantic comedy. It is a relationship-based movie is what I was Okay, trying. is it Gone Girl? It is Gone Girl. Oh my gosh, Is it job. really? Yeah. Okay, because Gone Girl went through my head too, and I was like, no, it's a rom-com. I thought the whole time it was a rom-com. Oh, yeah, he was the most hated man. Like, they okay, said okay, that. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Wow. cool, cool, cool. Congratulations. Thank you so much. All right, thank you uh, both once again. This is our addendum extra games time here on the end of the episode. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks. That is it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Jenny. Thank you to Abby. Please check out their podcast, Rom Comedians. Instagram at Rom Comedians Pod. I've actually done it before, and we talked about Knocked Up. It was very fun. Go check that out. Please, please uh, come out to these live shows I'm doing. If these go well, that will make me very happy. If you know someone in Chicago and you tell them, that would make me very happy. Uh, I'm just nervous that no one's going to show up. But it's September 30th and October 1st, I'll be in Chicago. September 23rd, I'll be in Kansas City. Uh, and then at the end of October, I'll be in the Southeast. So please, kyleairs.com slash shows. Find me online at kyleairs. Thank you once again to Jenny and Abby. Check out Rom Comedians Pod. And thank you for listening. I hope you're well and happy and healthy and 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 living. Thank you. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.